be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed, convulsed him, and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even unclean spirits, and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. In the Gospel of the Lord. So we're beginning in the first chapter of Mark. We're going to be going through his gospel. And this is kind of the first opportunity where Jesus, Jesus gets to get known, you might say. Um, it's where his fame begins to spread. It's the first action that astounds people um, after his baptism. And so he's in a synagogue, and a synagogue is a type of place for learning the Word of God. There were many synagogues. There's only one temple. The temple is destroyed in 70 AD, a few years after Jesus' resurrection by the Romans, and it's never been rebuilt. There's still synagogues, though, where Jews go and worship God, and particularly go to meditate on His Word. So it's a place of teaching. So we might imagine Jesus coming into the synagogue, and he's teaching publicly for the first time in his public ministry. And people are absolutely astounded, it says. He's, the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as one of the scribes. This line really resonates with me personally. Um, if you were going to ask me because I have thought extensively about this, is why am I a devout Catholic? Um, yeah, I know I'm a priest, right? Um, 
But first and foremost, I'm a devout Catholic. If I were not called to the priesthood, I would still be going to daily Mass. Um, I would still be praying the rosary. I'd still be praying as much as I could um, because I actually believe all this stuff. And I found this is where my heart belongs and this is the only path in life. It's the deepest path in life. It's the truest and it's the most beautiful. And why is that? And <clears throat> I really believe it's because of this. You know, I am kind of like a guy who who likes arguments. Um, those who know me will know that about me. I like to have an idea of why things are, and so I'm kind of like a head. I'm like in the head often. Um, and so I remember when I was first kind of considering following the Lord um, in a deeper adult way, what I would do is I would go online and I would listen to the, the best arguments from atheists against the best arguments from Christians about the existence of God and the authority of Jesus, if he was actually. But even more than that, I think what got me following Jesus is the authority of his words. Jesus' words resonated in my heart, and still do, in a way that um, I, th I think is just supernatural. Um, I think the reason that most people probably continue to follow Jesus and the reason that Christianity has endured through the ages is God created us, so God knows kind of like the secrets of the human heart. And when God became a human being in the person of Jesus Christ, He spoke at such a depth um, that it transforms us when we hear it. We recognize it as something that is really, really deep and very true. Um, Jesus says elsewhere in the Scriptures, the sheep hear the voice of the shepherd and they know His voice. They know what He sounds like. Now, the shell or the walls of pride and ego um, oftentimes pervade us as human beings and we, we can't. We're not open to God. We don't want to be open to God very often. But I think if we're honest, um, then we recognize that Jesus is who He says He is and His words are true. Intuitively, He speaks as one with authority. My first experience I remember of reading the four Gospels from front to back. I got that idea, I think, from Matthew Kelly. So I started with Matthew, and then I read to John, and then I reread them uh, over again. Uh, it was a completely transformative experience for me. Um, Jesus, we hear in this, there's kind, of a, there's kind of a movement here in the Gospel. So He comes in, he teaches, and then a demon reveals itself, and then he casts out the demon. Okay, so that's like a sequence of events that actually happens um, in our own hearts. I remember when I was reading through the four Gospels for the first time, that, that's what was happening. So I would hear these words from Jesus as he's speaking in the four gospel, Gospels, this, these teachings, and it would kind of rattle around. 
and I recognize my own conscience would convict me that, man, this is, there is some evil that I am allowing to exist within me that needs to be expelled. And I kind of pray about it, and the Lord would help me to move on in freedom. Lord, we ask you to bless us, to help us to be open to your penetrating, powerful teaching. Help us to be vulnerable to the Spirit, to be open to hearing you as we go through ordinary time, as we go through Lent next month, we begin Lent. Help us to just be open to your teaching us. Cast out any evil or demons in our own, um, the, in our own lives. Help us to be open to conversion and freedom and joy that the man receives here who was possessed by the unclean spirit. We totally and completely allow your authority in our lives and in the lives of our families. And in this church, I invite you to take full authority of this place to bring us into freedom and joy that that we have by right of the blood that you lost for us on 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 the cross. Rise, raise us up, Lord, to newness. Through Christ our Lord, amen. amen. And let us take a few moments in silent prayer to listen to and speak with the Lord Jesus in our hearts.